0: All right, there's a little theme song. Let's cue that up and go. Formerly terrible, now lovely, forever DeLulu. It's Hollywood Leon, and this is Everyone is Lovely. Hello, and welcome to Everyone is Lovely. I'm your host, Hollywood Lian. It's my favorite day of the week. Welcome to the podcast where we discuss all the lovely people we see on TV. You know, we're formerly terrible, now lovely, but forever DeLulu. And I am kind of hungover, full on eggnog. I was uh, kissing Santa's mistletoe last night at the Mariah Carey Christmas concert. A musical guest today. You know him from the Rony Musical on Instagram. Please welcome Dylan from Roni Musical. Hi, Dylan.
1: Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great, but I did not go see Mariah Carey yesterday, so I'm not as good as you. <laughs>
0: Yes, oh, she was lovely. She was so good. This is my eleventh time seeing her. It was at the Hollywood Bowl, underneath the stars. It was gorgeous. Mm. So,
1: is the video that came up on my TikTok this morning of her singing about mopping from the
0: show that you saw? Yes. You know okay. That? So she was doing that, and she kind of like slipped a little bit, and she kind of looked back, like, "What was? <laughs> it would be terrible if someone just came out and mopped a little bit and put <laughs> grease on the floor." So someone came out and mopped and he was mopping for like a good five minutes. And she was like, let me mop for a second, just so they don't, call me a diva or say whatever. (laughs) It was super cute. She's funny. It it was lovely. It was truly a great time. So, you know, we have lots to talk about today. We have Dylan here. So we're going to need a lot of musical references. You know, is Erica Jane a good singer? Um, yeah, yeah, I actually think
1: she's fine. I think she's in the upper, like, half of, uh, if we were to, I guess, put them all online.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, her version of Oh Holy Night when she interrupted, <laughs> um, Diana's husband. Her- I-
1: Erica probably misses the spotlight she actually can like match pitch which is more than what a lot of other you're an actor right so you probably have some musical training I'm guessing
0: well a I little right <laughs> Broadway shows in five years thank you very much regional but
1: <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah so definitely no but like some uh some Bravo liberties cannot I cannot say that for them uh, they cannot match pitch, and that's that's I mean that's what we call tone deafness. Tone deafness as a sort of formal uh thing that and Erica is not tone deaf. So so there's that. He's
0: not tone deaf. Her voice is a little thin for me. I need a lot of layering in the studio and everything, but she's not definitely t- some layer. <laughs> but we will talk about a lot of musical references and musical people because Dylan was in charge of the opening number for the Bravos with Mr. Andy Cohen himself. But we'll get into that a little bit later. We're talking Beverly Hills. We're talking Rural Houses of Miami. Guys, the the show's called Everyone is Lovely, okay? It's lovely over here. It's not terrible. But if I was terrible, I would vote for Larsa because she is terrible. And I would vote for Tamara Judge because I was listening to Danny Pellegrino's podcast. And I wanted to hear what he had to say about BravoCon. And he said that Tamara admitted to him that she tried to get him fired, Oh my gosh. During her last season when everybody was like, she needs to go. She's terrible. Like, she's too toxic. Apparently, she can't handle all that and she took it personal and tried to get Danny Pellegrino fired. Like, you have to be employed to be fired first. Like, And that's what I suspect. If Tamara called on Danny, she definitely called on me. And if I was terrible, I would really go into it. But I'm lovely now. So we're just gonna go with the flow and move on. So... Dylan, my first nomination for the most lovely of the week is Gertie from Real Houses of Miami.
1: Oh, I love her so much. She's perfect.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's so lovely. She's sweet. I would have slapped this shit off of Larsa. Like, I just, I can't with her. She's so callous. It was disturbing. If I'm telling you I have cancer, like, well, first of all, she was like beating that out of her. She was like, "Why are you crying? Why are you crying?" Gertie why are you crying and so she's like dude what the, oh my god let me fine I have breast cancer that's when you go oh my god you everybody screamed on the show everybody cried except for her she was like when she
1: first told that table it was the most kind of like beautiful moving thing with Nicole and uh who else was at that table I'm trying to remember Adriana,
0: uh, Kiki, yes,
1: yes um it was so move yeah adriana did i think scream in like a
0: like a almost like a shakespearean kind of way i shouldn't be laughing but what did it remind you of? it reminded me of when kenya moore's dog died and she told cynthia and cynthia goes and, um velvet died <gasps> i'm sorry i'm sorry what, I'm sorry. We no. what
1: happened
0: she- and here he goes, Cynthia, yeah. like, please, like, that was too much. Like, I'm grieving, bitch, yeah. calm down. <laughs> yeah. Right,
1: right. It's not quite right. mad. Do you think that she will continue to, like, be on the show indefinitely? Like, she's she's the only person that I really kind of can't, not to be negative, but kind of can't stand.
0: Well, if we're going to be negative, just say terrible. But, you know, just because we're keeping it lovely doesn't mean that we can't tell the truth. Randomly, Ronnie J, who is one of my... People, a fellow podcaster, he's going to disagree with me because he loves Larsa. At some point, we have to be like, Larsa, dude, that was cold. Like when people tell you you have cancer, you don't respond with, well, how do you know? How do you know, Gertie? (laughs) How do you know? (laughs) Bitch, how do you think I know? Gertie was beautiful. I think she handled herself really nicely. I think she's a class act. Um, You know, the whole thing with the fake thing, like... I think she was trying to tell Larsa in the grand scheme of things, Me calling you fake is nothing, bitch. I'm about to blow your mind. I have cancer, but it just did not roll that way. So I'm really, really enjoying it. I was
1: not particularly like drawn in by the trailer. And so I was just delighted by how the first few episodes have been. They are, I think they're firing on all cylinders. I love that they didn't change the cast. Um, I am a little surprised I thought they might've
0: promoted Kiki, but she's still just, Great where she is. Also, well, you're gonna have to catch up, jillan because you know what? Julia decides she wants to learn opera. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god!
1: Oh my god! <laughs> it's I love that we're capturing me finding this out live right now because that is the best news I've heard
0: all day. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling. But between
1: you. this and the Salt Lake performance, it's what a
0: music, what perfect timing to ha- to have me on here. You know what? I was convinced that Mariah Carey was going to be like, and now singing Away in the Manger, Lisa <laughs> <Marlo>. <laughs> Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. Yes. The little Lord Jesus laid down his
1: sweet head.
0: Oh my God. What do you think, you think about Lisa actually going to do a
1: Christmas I mean i I think she's iconic i i I don't know i actually I don't think she's toned up either. I think she actually could have she with studio time could actually make a great album um, I, honestly, I think there's a, some she's gonna pronunciation win. or vowel things, yeah, I think she will. yeah, the will they or won't they? that drives the entire thing, like the Jim and Pam of it if to use an office reference is Heather and Lisa's friendship, and I love that they're able to kind of like be friendly now these days at least uh, you know in real time in the episodes i really hope that stays i know i can't like uh, you know i'm crossing my fingers for them
0: and there's like please talk to me about jack's mission and lisa's like no you wrote a book called bad mormon i don't want to talk to you about mormonism
1: <laughs> it's tough it's neither of them are like really making grand like moves towards the other but exactly um,
0: I do have one more nomination for most lovely for Real Housewives of Miami, and that's just uh, Lisa's boyfriend, but I just cannot remember his name because he's <laughs> lovely. Like he has to listen to the Lenny drama and the Lenny divorce, and Lisa crying yeah. over Lenny. That's Jody,
1: a- Jody, 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 <laughs> Jody. I really like Jody.
0: Come on, like I do want to just touch on Real Housewives of New York City because. Mm -hmm. did have a fabulous season i didn't watch in real time i binged it through right before the reunion just because i didn't want to wait and they weren't capturing me right off the bat it had i'm obsessed with jessel she's amazing oh yeah she's nominated on the show for most lovely of the week just because they really fucking gave her so much shit the entire season just for being herself And to have to listen to everyone talk about your fucking sex life, including Andy Cohen, you're getting a most lovely nomination because she kept her composure. She's an Indian princess. And the fact that she compared herself to Lady Gaga and Beyonce. I saw that. (laughs) She's like, well, the gays, I mean, they they gave Beyonce and Lady Gaga a huge following. And that's what I have now, and that's what I'm evolving into. And I'm like It's
1: like it's so crazy because by saying that. She like, it's true. Said oh, the man.
0: word Delulu
1: earlier, but it's been, but it's like, it's almost not delusional because we are like, okay, like, yes.
0: <laughs> no, Dylan, we are delusional, but we turn it into manifestation. Yes. Okay, great. Jessel, you're nominated for just being like the coolest New York cast wife. I'm obsessed with her. I love Jenna Lyons. I think Aaron is a Karen. I think Sai is a hater. Yeah. I think Bryn is adorable and she needs to be my best friend. And we could sleep with lots of dads together.
1: <laughs> I think we were under delivered as far as her tagline promised with uh, like I'll date your dad. I feel like there was very minimal dad dating, and maybe that's something to explore more for next season. If I were to give it a note.
0: I know, like I really want her to see her flirting, you know, like Bryn is hot. She's really hot. She's as straight as a fucking arrow, but that bitch is a freak enough and sexual enough that she would get turned out by Jenna Lyons.
1: I, I definitely would love to see that play out on TV. I, I don't know if we'll have Jenna next season, but I really hope we do for that reason. And I'll also say that just to tease that I had a very short interaction with Brynn and she was as lovely as anyone I've ever met. She was oh, so, yay. so great. So, yeah.
0: Well, I was gonna vote for Erica for most lovely, but then the elevator doors opened and um <laughs> this came after Sutton. Name him.
1: Name him. It was a great moment. I mean, I, I was absolutely shocked though to see on Instagram and what have you the number of Sutton supporters though. And I and that's I'm saying that without knowing where you land on it, but um I found it to be great TV but i don't believe sutton to be a balanced or like good person
0: i do love sutton i i think she's great but i am confused by sutton especially this episode erica was right bitch you brought a stack of dollar bills you wore pants you wanted to get on stage and you wanted to get dry 100% humped. maybe you wouldn't have done number 39 the spread eagle Oh. <laughs> but I do think you would have went on stage and let the boys play with you a little bit like you know what I mean I think I think she was being a little bit of a hater I also don't
1: think the elevator was that bad because I do think that it, like Erica was caught off guard too and I feel like Thought about it she would have like if she had time and it was a premeditated thing i genuinely think she would have been like nope give up fighting for lent that's kind of inflammatory but instead what happened was the elevator doors open and she just like it was a knee-jerk reaction
0: and i actually thought sutton kind of handled that in the moment pretty well erica is so fucking camp she's killing me this season i'm actually (laughs) really enjoying erica will i ever own a home i was like bitch this is relatable i i
1: didn't love erica the past few seasons like and i liked her but i had some trouble with her and i think the reason for that which i've now remedied is i had not seen the earlier season so i am now on season i forget now seven or 8 rewatching from the very or i guess watching for the first time from the very beginning and erica is just this amazing force from the very beginning i'm sure all of your listeners have already watched it but um it just made me really appreciate her, and I know I shouldn't be like like obviously there are some the mighty doomsfall, but the but it did doful. give me a brand new appreciation, and like now to see her kind of just like in this
0: very new era of like living in this tiny home and like uh, yeah, it's great. The pink Power Ranger is fucking relatable, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, she yeah. is, and she's funny. Like the fact that she waited, she wasn't gonna go off on Sutton. And then she was like, the doors open and God was like, Erica, go for it. Go after her. <laughs> this is fucking camp, you guys. If she can keep up the nice thing, I think
1: that will be perfect for her for this season. I think that will be the best thing she could do. So we'll it's, see.
0: It's but. called a rebrand. And we all yep. have to reinvent ourselves every couple of years. Bitch, I'm debuting right motherfucking now, okay? And so is <laughs> Erica. She's the new broke Power Ranger I'm the broke blue ranger. So it, it, it works, you know, uh, uh, Kyle, you know, she's having a bad season. I think the scissor sisters, her and Morgan Wade just need to come out already. I think it would be so great. Kyle, if you're listening, come out, bitch it would be so good for you. Like, you will blow up. You will blow up the internet. You know, Mauricio's over here getting it with Dancing with the Stars. They're holding hands. (laughs) They're going on dates. They're eating in the valley. It's happening. You You think it's happening? Yeah, yeah. She accidentally said divorce at BravoCon while she was getting interviewed. So that's very interesting. I
1: do think that everyone kind of needs to, like, at least on the show right now, give her a break about not drinking and, like, exercising. They're acting like she's an insane freak. Like, obviously, it's good to have balance. But, like, I think she is, she does have balance. And, like, if she feels up for, like, working out in the morning, like, is that such a big deal? I don't know. That that rubbed me the wrong way. And it, it just i i didn't like them all ganging up on her about that and i do think she is able to have fun
0: while sober which i can't say of you know myself i can like we can't be mad at someone for getting sober you can have fun with without alcohol i know i can i just smoke lots of weed and then i have fun so it's perfect (laughs) Yeah, yeah oh i would love if kyle did that i would that would be great kyle smokes weed brandy let it out of the bag a long time ago at the reunion and 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 now that's that most smoke so much like we know kyle smokes weed it's fine like i would
1: love that to be normalized on these shows like as as alcohol i would love that
0: because everyone else in the country is like oh weed drugs you guys we live in california this shit is legal there's like five stores yeah. on my block five of them yeah and they it's all like, know my much name. healthier than alcohol it's yeah But with Kyle, I do think that the Ozempic is making her very sensitive. Her and Sutton fight like they're sisters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Kyle, don't call me a bitch because I will slap the fuck out of you. And don't tell me to shut the fuck up in my own home. Just a couple little things. Like, you know, she's kind of taken a step back because of the way she acted with Sutton at Garcelle's party. She was drunk and grabbing her and like shaking her and do that. But you also don't come into someone's home and tell them to shut the fuck up, bitch. I would have kicked you out. And when I say name them, I want you to name them. Name them. Name them. What? Well, she she was trying. She I was does. like, bitch, if you'll shut up, I will fucking name them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dorit is making me laugh. And I want to vote for her for most lovely, just strictly based off the way she eats a tuna melt
1: oh my god that was hard to watch yeah did you see that shit in vegas how she was like tearing (laughs) the
0: bread apart (laughs) tearing it apart (laughs) i'm like girl what are you doing it's a sandwich you just bite into it like uh, she was cracking me up dorit is it this is her season
1: i don't know that i could say this that she's like the loveliest but i i feel like crystal is having a more fun season
0: i am interested to see where that goes crystal i do like you and I like her brother. I like the dynamic. Like, I want to see more love of love their family. Yeah, totally.
1: I love her conversations with her husband. I just I don't know. I I'm glad that she was able to really have fun
0: in Vegas. Jeff made fun of her. Jeff Lewis was like, oh, Crystal, who is that? She didn't even talk the first episode. I think it was her best episode yet. Like he was yeah. being super bitchy, super terrible, and it and it caught wind and it got back to Crystal. And Crystal called him a cocksucker on the red carpet personally as someone gay hysterical (laughs) if you're gonna dish it be able to take it now jeff doesn't care that she's he thinks it's hilarious he actually likes her more now i thought it was funny but people are like oh it's homophobic you can't talk like that shut the fuck up you guys stop you guys really need to stop who cares jeff is a cocksucker have you seen those big fake lips Um, I guess I can kind of see both sides of it,
1: Uh, (laughs) but, but, you know, sort of throwaway insult that I
0: don't think that's how she meant it. Um, Exactly. It's uh, a throwaway. Like, it's come on, who hasn't been called a cocksucker and who hasn't called somebody a cocksucker? Dylan? Um, I haven't, but, but (laughs) never say never. (laughs) I encourage you to use that word this weekend. I'll use
1: it. Yeah. I'll use it today. (laughs) It's um, like when your mom says, like,
0: make one new friend. I'll say I'll call one person a cocksucker. Um, I do have some news. Chris Appleton and Lucas Gage are getting divorced. And Chris Appleton filed for divorce the day that their wedding episode premiered on Kardashians. Um, did we think it was gonna last? They wore matching black fur coats in Vegas <laughs> with Kim Kardashian as the minister, three-time divorcee. You know, uh, it is what it is. Chris Appleton is super sweet. He's super cute. Um, The Kardashian show hasn't really been good, but these last couple episodes have been very good. We've got to see kind of the girls kind of come after Tristan and really hold them accountable. Um, Is he a whore? He is, but goddamn, he's good looking. But you guys, like, don't get me wrong. He is terrible. Chloe does not deserve that. She deserves way better. Um, the whole point of this is that Kylie is so funny. And I do recommend you guys watching this. So, so like Dylan, you watch Roni, you watch Sonia on TV. And then all of a sudden you're like, I need to write a song <laughs> as Sonia. Like, how does that work? Because you guys, you need to check out the Instagram. It's Roni musical. It is so funny. Like they have a whole Scandaval song which is fabulous. And the the singers are incredible. They're all Broadway caliber. Dylan is fucking talented. Please tell us about your process and how did this came about and what it's turned into. Thank you so much. No. So, um, yeah, basically
1: I had started dating someone new in like, Oh, I want to say like 2017. Um and I had moved to the city, uh, moved to New York a few years before, uh, a couple years before, and I wanted to compose musical theater. Uh, I wanted to write. I had like a day job, but I, but I knew I really wanted to write something, you know, of my own. I had previously only done the music side, but I wanted to take a stab at writing the words too and i i was on i was at the apartment of this guy that i was dating he had this show on and i was like what is this uh he said it's the real housewives um and it was a new york reunion i think it was season 10 and i was just thinking oh this is interesting they're like they're funny there's conflict and they're all just sort of like on this stage which is kind of cool for like like you can imagine sort of like a black box production, like not a lot of like uh, set design needed. Like they're all just kind of there and there's all this drama and it's really good. So I just kind of like fell deeper and deeper into it. And I like was watching with him and I like got super into New York. And then I started like watching a couple of the other cities and I wound up writing a musical about that season 10 um, of Roni Um which it was mainly centered around like the Bethany Carroll falling out. I also then married that guy. So I'm now married to him. Oh the one God, who shared awesome. Real House. With yeah. But um then during the pandemic, I was like, okay, there's a new uh, season of New York uh, airing. And wouldn't it be fun if like the night that an episode came out, like I like wrote a song about that episode and like posted it really, really fast. I, I was furloughed, obviously. That's why I had the time to do this. I was able to get enough of a following that I was like, wait, I should put on that Rony musical that I wrote uh, and it, we announced it. And then that day we sold out. It was just like the best experience ever. We wound up doing a bunch more of that show. Um, and you and ended up on Watch What I
0: Happens I... Live,
1: right? I bartended for Watch What Happens to to promote one of one of the performances, which was so, so fun. Um everybody was just beyond nice. Um Andy has been just like so supportive. I'm trying there's a limited number of people who definitely don't like it. Ramona is one of them, which is fine. Ramona doesn't like it. Uh, I know. So um, but uh oh and and Teresa also did not like a uh one that I made about her on New Jersey. Um but, know. no, it's just been an absolute wild ride and has, you know, been an opportunity for me to, like, become a better writer. And, like, I-, I never identified as a comedian, and now I'm, like, starting to a little bit, and it's led to other projects. And and it's it led to me getting to write this song for BravoCon, which was the funnest thing ever. Uh, and I think Andy totally killed it. As a non-singer, I think it's probably the most terrifying thing you can do. He had... You know, uh, he had all of these people watching him, including like seasoned performers, whether you like them or not, people who have experience singing in front of
0: an audience. So, and I just think he did a great job. He composed and wrote this song for Andy, and Andy performed it because it is fucking terrifying to sing live, A, to sing live on TV, and number three, to sing when you're not a fucking singer. And Andy Cohen cannot sing, but. I did see like the little tapes and behind the scenes that you posted, and he did sound better in rehearsal. He was scared. He was clearly his scared. voice. His voice was completely shot. It was completely
1: shot. He was talking the entire. Uh, obviously, you can imagine all Bravo Connie was talking. Whenever you see a show, I've been actually looking for an excuse to like uh, like a platform to say this. <laughs> so you're hearing it here. People do not realize that shows like The Masked Singer, America's Got Talent, all those. They tune it after they make these people sound like better singers than they are. What? That is really alive. So that's why I just have major like kudos to him. And um, and it's just it's an eerie feeling. I love, I love, love, love the countess more than anything.
0: Of course. She's my favorite housewife of all time. Oh,
1: same. I think I think same. It's not a but, it's just an and it is hard to when I'm seeing the videos of her on mass singer, there are hundreds of comments saying, Wow. She's really improved. Wow. Her vocals have never sounded better. Good for her. Look, at it's like, guys, they tune it after. That's why it's night and day. And the technology is amazing. I am not a singer and I have to make demos all the time for different shows that I do and stuff like that. And I will tune it so that it's easier for the singers to learn. And I can sound like I'm singing a note that's
0: like an octave higher than my actual range. That's a, the technology there. It's called Melodyne. You know, your pandemic project of Rony the Musical has led you to this BravoCon moment. I love seeing a full circle moment. I completely believe in them. So it's really great to see. Congratulations on your BravoCon oh, success. You, so Rony fun. the musical, you guys go check it out on Instagram. It's so great. Dylan, it's come to that time in the show where we have to vote for who's going to be the loveliest person of the week. I know we talked about Jessel being a brand new housewife and being a gay icon. Dorit, the way she eats a tuna melt and the way she is doing her job on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, calling people out, being funny, I like it. We have honorable mentions for Erica Jane, almost a lovely nomination, but not a full nomination. Um, and then we also have Lisa's man, Jody and Gertie from Rural Housewives of Miami for the most lovely of the week. This person is the MVP. She is the sweetest. And this person is the loveliest person of the week. My vote is for Gertie. Because, that was going to be mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like when someone is going through something so crazy like cancer and they're dealing with someone like Larsa and she handled it. The proper way and didn't just it could have gone so wrong so um my vote is for gertie you are so lovely dylan what about you absolutely gertie and i just i always come
1: back to the fact that like Gertie has, like, a real job. Gertie is, like, busy. S- same to be said of, like, Nicole and, like, all these others that Larsa has picked fights with. And Larsa just kind of, like, walks around and, like, is mean to people. Not to, like, make it about, like, Gertie versus Larsa. Just, like, <laughs> independent of Larsa, Gertie's a, just a wonderful person. But, yes, most lovely. Gertie, Gertie, Gertie.
0: We have it. Gertie is the most loveliest of the week. I want to thank my guest, Dylan, for coming on today. This was so fun. You're so fabulous and talented. So I wish you nothing but the best and congratulations on your Bravo stuff. Um, Dylan, where can we find you? What would you like to promote today? Oh yeah, uh, my username's
1: @ronymusical, R-H-O-N-Y musical, but I'm sure all of your followers know how to spell roni but um yeah no the only thing i have to plug is if you're in new york um i'm writing the songs for a hanukkah musical this year and it's going up on december 10th uh in new york city and you can find the details at tinyurl.com slash goblin musical it's gonna it's r-rated don't bring the kids it's very very funny Wrote it with some friends. Uh, is that okay to plug something non-Bravo related? I just really want yeah, to so you can, That's why you're
0: here. You're plugging yeah. something. And
1: you know what? I'll throw
0: in a house size reference somewhere. I haven't done it yet, but I will. I'll find, a, I'll find a spot. It's all good. Dylan, thank you so much. You guys, we have lots of stuff coming for this new season. I wanted to just do a little soft launch. Dylan was the perfect guest for it. You know, we were just kind of shooting the shit and just kind of getting our feet back in the water, our mind back in. Um, Like I said, it's been a crazy 24 hours with Mariah and, you know, all the stimulants happening. Um, You guys, there's so much good stuff coming this season. I have people from Below Deck coming on. I have the most famous Below Deck person coming on. Um, She's been on before. Give you a little hint. I have some housewives coming on the show um ryan bailey's gonna be on the show i got some really good people you might want to stick around it's gonna be lovely and um you never know you might end up on the terrible list or the lovely list at this point it could be a little bit of both you know we're formerly terrible now lovely forever delusional i'm hollywood Leon. it's my favorite day of the week and we'll see you next time kids bye lovelies Formerly terrible, now lovely. Forever, Delulu. It's Hollywood, Leanne, and this is everyone is lovely.